Hey friends, welcome to Our Inner Thoughts. Most of us were toddlers, too young to remember. However, some remember this event like it happened yesterday. Truly a nightmare. In tribute, we'll be talking about what happened on September 11th. I'm here with my special guest, Martha, my mom. Mom, say hi to my friends. Hello, everyone. So before we jump in, why don't you give them a little background as to why I chose you as my guest? So I flew with United Airlines uh, for 17 years in the um, late 80s all through 2005. And I flew most of my career internationally, but there were those few years that I flew domestically so that it would, um, my schedule would work out with my family obligations. And during the year of 2001 and two, I decided to fly uh, domestically and was flying um, coast to coast flights. I was based at the time in San Francisco and LA so I was flying um, San Fran, LA to, to New York, Newark, DC, anything that was on the East Coast, just so that it would allow me to commute back home to Texas. And um, so that's, that's basically what I've done um, with, uh, or flew with United and my uh, time with them. And you actually lived in New York, right, Mom? I sure did. I lived in New York. Um, I believe it was the late 80s. And it was, New York was a different time then. Um, Obviously, I was younger. So I enjoyed the time there with my friends and um, enjoyed the restaurants, Broadway. Um, It was just a different time and it was all just good times. So where were you exactly when you first heard the news of the Twin Towers? Well, I actually was in bed. I had just come in from my coast-to-coast flight, and um, I actually drove you to daycare. And um, and this was this you know cell phones had just. Uh, had been in use for a short while and I was getting several calls but I never really paid attention to the, the I think I might have had it on silent because I didn't answer on any of the calls it wasn't until I got home that my phone kept ringing and I didn't have the TV on or anything it was just my new my usual drive to daycare to drop you off and then on the way back so I got the first phone call from my brother-in-law and, and the thing he's no 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 I take that back um it was from a good friend of mine uh Teresa and she called me and she says Martha are you okay and I said yeah I'm okay and she said well have you do you know what's going on and I said no she says it looks like a United Airlines uh flight hit one of the twin towers and I I thought well that's impossible that's not something that could even happen and I told her I still hadn't turned on the TV I said to her it's probably one of those you know small 
helicopters or small uh, commuter flights that may be hit around New York, not necessarily at a Twin Tower. Um, so I really just played it off. She says, no, Martha, you need to turn on the TV and see what's going on. And so at that time, um, I turned on the TV and it was on the news and it was the first Twin Tower um, that had been hit. And um, I couldn't believe it. It just blew my mind. And I wasn't sure if it was um, United that hit first or American, but there's there were two Twin Towers and uh, one United plane hit one of them and the other, uh, the American airline uh, carrier hit the other uh, tower. But I couldn't believe it, what I was seeing. And as I was watching TV, I see the second carrier hit the second tower. And I was blown away. I could not believe what I was seeing. It just blew me away. I, I just couldn't even grasp what I was watching. And in the meantime, while all this is going on, I'm talking to family and friends that are checking on me to make sure I wasn't on any of those United planes. And I base, you know, I, I said, I, obviously I was talking to them, so I was okay, but I just couldn't believe what, what I was experiencing and what I was seeing. Uh, the emotions were just more un unbelievable um, in awe. Um, just so many different emotions that were going through my mind. Is anyone on there that I know? Um, is there, you know, is everything going to be okay? W what's going on? And it was only later, after the two twin towers that were hit that later we found out there was another United plane that hit in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and then the other, the fourth plane, the American plane that hit uh, the Pentagon. And luckily you weren't on those planes, but you did have friends on those planes, right? So after all of um, they figured out who was on board um, and both passengers and crew members and obviously all those that died uh, on the ground and in the office space or in the towers. Uh, I found out um, about uh, a pilot that I was flying that with that month and like I said I was flying domestic and typically you would fly with the crew for a whole month and if if you were able to or if you needed to to adjust your schedule for family matters you were able to trade out of those trips and and fly you know something else or get the days off that you needed well that particular month I was flying um, we were doing Newark trips um, the airport in New Jersey from San Francisco and um, the pilot that I was working with um, had just stayed in my mind because <clears throat> I was coming to the Jedway and, and it's difficult, it's a rarity to get along in, in my opinion back then it, for me um, to get along with pilots. It was just, that was my experience. 
And when I, I went to the jetway to try and get in, I didn't have the, go, the code, but I saw him walking up the jetway. And he was singing um, Paul Simon's song. And I thought, this guy is pretty cool. I could already tell. And he opened the door and he introduced himself. And he goes, it looks like we're going to be flying this whole month together. And I said, oh, OK, great. Um, down to earth kind of guy. And um, that that uh, week, or when I, uh, he had basically stated to me he was going to trade out of the trip, and it was the trip that he flew, um, and that ended up hitting in um, Pennsylvania. And I didn't know he was on the flight. I know he traded out of it, but it was only after the fact that I found out um, what had happened. And, and it was just sad because, uh, you know, I really enjoyed talking to him and um, enjoyed his sense of humor and just uh, the person that he was. Then to find out that that didn't plan out, you know, that he, of his passing. Um, so after all of that, flying to me wasn't the same anymore. It, it was devastating a lot of my flying partners did pass away whether if if it was just flying partners that i flew once or you know a few times or if they were from my same base it's still you know we were we're all family and it just hit hard knowing that we had people or uh, flying partners um pass away and, and all that they endured even after we we heard of what transpired um, but it wasn't the same anymore flying and I didn't know how much longer I was going to do it um, but the fear was there I mean there was a time where that I was thinking maybe I'll take the furlough that they were offering and, and I'm not going back because there, there truly was a fear but then I thought to myself no this is something I've always enjoyed doing and I'm not going to let fear or anyone keep me from flying. So I continued to fly until, up till uh, 2005. But I can tell you the way it was after. There was still fear. Um, I know that we were brewing hot water um, before takeoff in case, you know, these, this was uh, maybe someone wanted to do the same again. So we had water as hot water as a defense. We would sit on our ice mallets for protection. Um, there was just a lot of things that we were taking upon ourselves uh, to protect ourselves. And, um, and then there was the security where we just, um, we were just on alert at all times. Um, and that's just the way it was. It wasn't the carefree, enjoyable trips that we used to have. It was more now being alert and making sure that we were safe and that the passengers were safe. And also, you know, making sure that there was nothing that was going to, um, you know, affect that, that particular flight. And we did go to New York uh, a couple years back, and we did go to the memorial. How did you feel looking at all the names, looking at the ruins? 
so that was tough because you're you're seeing personal items that belong to people specifically in, in my situation it hit because you could see personal items that belong to crew members their their wings their uniform their scars scarves um the way their names were mentioned or um, their history, their life history, family they left behind. Um, it was really hard, somber. Um, you, you can't walk in there not, and coming out not being affected. And as much as I was afraid to walk in to see it, because of the way it personally touched me, being in that, um, in the industry and knowing, you know, people that I knew pass and what happened to our country, that was even, you know, worse, I think. Just the whole situation was not good. And to this day, when September 11 or 9-11 comes around, I actually do pay tribute. I, it's important to me to pay tribute. Um, I've actually put a poster initially we put I put a poster together of all the crew members that passed and and I think I still have the poster in the garage or in a closet somewhere and it has everyone's names where they were based and it's just a tribute that I, I want to continue to um, to, to do every year because it's important that we don't forget um, what happened on that uh, on that day. And I remember you telling me one of the greatest memories you have was the pilot that you adored always brought his guitar, right? And you guys, what would you do? You guys would sing together as a crew or not necessarily sing together as a crew he, he was definitely one of those guys that was uh, he enjoyed life and he didn't take himself serious in, in terms of um, you know uh, I think people tend to take themselves a little bit too serious but he enjoyed life because he played his guitar played great music and we all sang along if we knew the words uh, it, it was just a fun time uh, the time before 9-11 was very different from now the way you know we fly these days it, it, you can't compare the times obviously they've changed but yeah we we had that kind of uh connection in, within that crew um and we we actually enjoyed flying with with each other so you mentioned that flying changed what changed I remember you saying that you used to always bring um my uncle and dad lobsters from where did you bring them from so we we actually flew well there were certain cities that you could pick up certain things and live lobster was from Boston so what they would do is right before takeoff we would stop by this seafood restaurant and they would pack us live lobsters in these boxes and you know again this is before 9-11 you could carry it on board we would they were 
packed the way they needed to be packed for us to be able to carry it um, on board. On board, and so when I commuted to Texas, I, they were still fresh and uh, alive. Um, and so I would bring them to my other brother, older brother, who enjoyed lobster, and he actually cooked them. Um, but uh, but yeah, we we did stuff like that. I remember flying to to um, Paris and going to the small cities and tasting their wines bring bringing wine home several you know that's just the way it was back then where you could take it um in the cabin um just uh i remember buying beautiful uh blankets from china and bringing them over it wasn't it it, it was just a freeway not a freeway but it was easier to get through customs and get this uh, into um, taking it home where now you know your baggage is scrutinized and I get it I understand why it is um, but it's like I said it's not the same where um, before you had that free uh, feeling of, of actually feeling safe um, and, I, and it is safe now to fly, but it's in a, in a different way. You, you know, everything's got to be searched. You've got to be searched. The plane has to be searched before it's, or, you know, uh, inspected before it takes off. So there's a lot that goes into taking off on a flight. Um, so it, it's just different. And how do you feel about United Airlines now and just flying in general? Well, um, United is in the United that I used to fly. So we, we know that United merged with Continental. So I was with, uh, I call it original United. Um, it, it's, I don't know how I feel. I, I don't care for flying anymore as much as I've I flew in the past. I mean, I, I was doing, I remember flying eight days straight, having six days off, and then going back, doing another eight-day trip, international trip. I mean, I did a lot of flying. I'm not, uh, I don't care for flying uh, personally anymore. I would much rather get in a vehicle and drive. Uh, if it's less than 15 hours, I'll, I'll make the drive. And in maybe even if it's longer, I would make the drive before I would get on the plane. Um, I just have the jitters these, you know, when I get on the plane, the nervousness, I, I can't explain it. I don't know why I feel the way I feel, but I don't care to walk into an airport. I don't care to get on the flight unless I really have to. Uh, but I'm, I'm more of a road person. I would much rather drive wherever I need to go. So how would you feel if maybe I became a flight attendant or I started traveling the world as you did as, at your age? How, how do you feel about that? Uh, um, <laughs> it's definitely a different time because, you know, um, you're going into different countries and we're not well-liked as Americans. And I would even say somewhat 
in my opinion, again, somewhat dangerous. Um, I know it's done all the time, but this is a mother talking about her daughter. And so I have hesitation. I have the hesitation of you wanting to do what I did. Um, but ultimately, it is your decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll remind you of that. So any last words that you would want to share with our listeners? Um, just that um, we, know, we need to know our history um, so it's not repeated. Um, it's important because in initial training, we were taught to accommodate terrorists and once you accommodated, um, they would basically, you know, leave the passengers and crew members alone and go on with whatever their demands were. But like I said, those are changed times. That's just not the way it is anymore. And so with that, you don't know the expectations or the what people are capable of doing. And so by knowing our history, um, it's important so that it's not repeated um, or, you know, what action to take. Uh, But I would say that I'm grateful for the career that I had. I'm grateful for the people I met, people that I still call friends, and for the countries and cities in the U.S. that I got to visit, I, I am grateful for all of that. Well, we're, we're grateful that you're still here with us, and it's not you who, who was part of the crew on, that, on those planes. So we appreciate you coming and being on my podcast, and we would just like to take a moment of silence for the lives lost on those planes. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.